Everything I do gonna be funky. protest music your favorite genre the answer is yes because as dennis reynolds would say winners don't take no for an answer so on today's show we're going to go on a journey from nacha pop to chico Huarque to los prisioneros and everything in between this is wsum 91.7 fm madison and you are listening to the first uh, well the second episode of only friends with your host Hernan ballard DJ Future Pleasure, or for the purposes of this episode, DJ Placer Futuro. Y no puedo esperar a llevarte en este viaje por la historia rica de música de protesta de España, México, Brasil, Chile, y Argentina. Before I start the show, let me give you a brief summary of the show's theme. In the first half of the program, I bring on a friend or acquaintance of mine and let them play anything they want. Maximum chaotic anarchy restrictions may apply. I also let them explain themselves and tell us why they picked the songs they picked. Then, in the second half of the program, I riff off of their playlist and go down a rabbit hole of my own using the power of Wikipedia, various search engines, and sometimes my imagination to demonstrate the deep connections that unite music, just like the bonds that unite my friends and I. For this episode, my guest is Frida Ballard, my sister, so, with no further ado, vámonos y si se puede. Hi WSUM, I'm Frida Ballard. I'm Hernan's sister, and today I'll be leading you through a 10-song set list of all songs in Spanish that cover the theme, roughly, of political violence and turmoil in Latin America, and all of those emotions and experiences that revolve around that. So to start off, we have the legendary song Lucha de Gigantes by Nacha Pop. Um, this song is well known, of course, but I think it deserves all the praise and more that it already has. It is, as the title would say, a fight between giants. So the giants that are mentioned in the song are um, environmental degradation exploitation, political corruption, those types of things, those huge forces, much bigger than a person. Um, but also, in my opinion, in my interpretation, at least, the other giants that are opposing those forces of evil are the giants of nature. So the mountains and the air and the water. Um, and I think this because giants play a big role part in the mythology of uh, Iberia. Um, I'm thinking of the giants that form the mountains in the Basque country and their mythology and things like that. So those giants going against the giants that are mining and turning air into gas, into natural gas, like one of the lines in the song says. So the exploitation of the land. Mm-hmm. 
just heard Lucha de Gigantes by Nacha Pop, and uh, here's Frida once again to describe the next song that we're going to play, which is Pequeña Serenata Diurna. Going along with this sort of giant theme, we have 
Pequeña Serenata Diurna by Silvio Rodríguez, which is a beautiful, beautiful song. Um, and it kind of takes a different perspective on the giant thing. It is not talking about the giants as a little person observing. It is kind of, in my opinion, the perspective of one of the giants, of perhaps one of the political giants, maybe the military-industrial complex giant. Um, one of the lines in the song reads, Soy feliz porque soy gigante, which means I am happy because I am giant. And that makes me think that perhaps he was referring to the military that is too big to fail, so to speak. Perhaps, maybe some something to think about. Vivo en un país libre, cual solamente puede ser libre en esta tierra en este instante. Y soy feliz porque soy gigante. Amo una mujer clara que amo y me ama sin pedir nada o casi nada, que no es lo mismo, pero es igual. Si esto fuera poco, tengo mis cantos que poco a poco muelo y rehago habitando el tiempo. Como le cuadra un hombre despierto, soy feliz, soy un hombre feliz y quiero que me perdonen por este día los muertos de mi felicidad. Soy feliz, soy un hombre feliz y quiero que me perdonen por este día los muertos. Si esto fuera poco, tengo mis cantos que poco a poco muelo y rehago habitando el tiempo. Como le
de cuadro, un hombre despierto. Soy feliz, soy un hombre feliz y quiero que me perdone por este día los muertos de mi felicidad. Soy feliz, soy un hombre feliz y quiero que me perdone por este día los muertos de mi felicidad. You just heard uh, Pequeña Serenata Diurna by uh, Silvio Rodriguez. And um, the next song that Frida is going to describe is Los Dinosaurios by Charlie Garcia. So here she is once again. The large things theme with this, we have Los Dinosaurios by Charlie Garcia. And Charlie Garcia, if you're not aware, is an incredible, also legendary singer, songwriter, composer uh, who worked with so many musicians during the 70s and 80s and 90s in Chile and Argentina. And this song, Los Dinosaurios, The Dinosaurs, is about the military. And this song, is a, it talks about the disappearance of people that was occurring every day in Chile and in Argentina. People, regular people, but also journalists that would report on the news and musicians like Victor Jara, who we will listen to later in the set. But any kind of dissenting voice had the potential of being disappeared by the government. Um, so your friends from the neighborhood could disappear is one of the lines in the song. Or uh, those that are on the air can also disappear into thin air. Uh, los que están en el aire pueden desaparecer en el aire. Very haunting. But it leaves us, the song does leave us with the hope that even though your friends may disappear into thin air, the inevitability of the dinosaurs also disappearing. So the dinosaurs being these old, backwards, you know, inevitably uh, doomed to fail, like the military, like the dictatorship, um, they will disappear just like the dinosaurs did, naturally. Um, and that leaves you with a little bit of hope that it is inevitable that this system will fail.
persona que amas puede desaparecer Los que están en el aire pueden desaparecer en el aire Los que están en la calle pueden desaparecer en la calle Los amigos del barrio pueden desaparecer Pero los dinosaurios van a desaparecer Tranquilo mi amor, hoy es sábado a la noche, un amigo está en cana oh, Desaparece el mundo Si los pesados mi amor, levantó de ese montón de quitarme la mano oh, mi amor, Yo quiero estar viviano Cuando el mundo tira para abajo Es mejor no estar atado a nada cuando el mundo tira para abajo, es mejor no estar atado a nada. Imaginen a los dinosaurios en la cama. heard Los Dinosaurios by Charlie Garcia. Um, and after this, we're going to play uh, the legendary song Te, Te Recuerdo Amanda by Victor Jara. And uh, here is Frida once again to describe that song. And to continue, we have a song by Victor Jara, which I mentioned. He was a Chilean musician uh, during the 70s. He was, you know, extremely leftist and kind of sort of like the Pete Seeger in a way of, um, of Chile. A folk singer who ran in circles with Violeta Parra, another folk singer of Chile. And they remembered and re, um, rewrote and recomposed a lot of traditional songs of Chile um, and try to bring in this new folk, this canto nuevo, so to speak, into the music industry that had been kind of absent for a while, at least in the recordings. Um, but he was such a big dissenting voice and such a huge power 
that he was eventually executed, assassinated by the Chilean government. And in this very horrific um, symbolic act, they cut off his hands because he was a musician. He played the guitar. Um, so that kind of leads us from Los Dinosaurios of your friends may disappear, the musicians, the journalists, they may all disappear, to this song by Victor Jara, Te Recuerdo Amanda, which is about two factory workers that meet up in their small spare time between uh, during their breaks. And one of those days, uh, one of them never returns because there is presumably um, a, a violent act that occurs in the factory. So that is a darker but very realistic uh, portrayal of the kind of situation that Chile was in at the time. Te recuerdo, Amanda, la calle mojada, corriendo a la fábrica donde trabajaba Manuel. La sonrisa ancha, la lluvia en el pelo, no importaba nada, ibas a encontrarte con él, con él. Con él, con él, con él Son cinco minutos La vida es eterna en cinco minutos Suena la sirena De vuelta al trabajo Y tú caminando Lo iluminas todo Los cinco minutos Te hacen florecer te recuerdo, Amanda, la calle mojada, corriendo a la fábrica donde trabajaba Manuel. La sonrisa ancha, la lluvia en el pelo, no importaba nada, ibas a encontrarte con él, con él, con él, con él. Con él que partió a la sierra, que nunca hizo daño, que partió a la sierra y en cinco minutos quedó destrozado. Suena la sirena, de vuelta al trabajo, muchos no volvieron, tampoco Manuel. Te recuerdo, Amanda, la calle mojada, corriendo a la fábrica donde trabajaba Manuel. You just heard Te Recuerdo, Amanda by Victor Jara, a very quiet and haunting song. Um, and sorry, Frida, that I cut you off there. 
you were saying but and then something else. Um, but I'm going to advance to uh, the next song, regardless. It is Corrandes de Exili by Luch, Luis. Well, I don't know how you pronounce this one. Luis Lech. Maybe I misspelled it. Anyway, Frida's here to explain this song. And continuing on, we have Corrandes de Exili by Silvia Perez Cruz and Raul Fernandez on guitar. And this song is off of her album Granada. And this song talks about the experience of a person fleeing from Catalonia, Spain, crossing the border into France. So they are exiled. They are refugees, essentially. And this is a beautiful song that talks about their experience and their journey away from home. And I will just leave it at that. That is all I need to say about this. Que la 
just heard uh, Corrandes de Exili by, uh, I guess I did have the right artist, Luis Lach. Well, I had the wrong artist uh, in terms of what Frida requested <laughs> to play, but uh, nevertheless, I really like this rendition. Anyway, um, the next song that we're about to play is Solo le Pido, Pido Adios by uh, Leon Gieco. And uh, here is Frida once again to describe this song. And to continue, we have Solo le Pido Adios, which is an incredibly legend, also legendary song out of Argentina. This was I think, written during the Falcon Wars in Argentina. Um, he also was familiar with Charlie Garcia. They ran in the same circles as well. And this song, I think, is eternally um, relevant. So this song talks about um, you may how you may go through so many repeated traumas and hardships that you have to ask God to not let you forget, to not let you forget all of the hardship and how horrifying it is and to not let yourself go numb. So one of the my favorite lines of the song is que lo injusto no me sea indiferente, which means may you're asking God in this song, um, may I not let uh, injustice become indifferent to me. So it's not allowing yourself to forget how important it is to keep fighting. And I think this is extremely relevant in this past year with the pandemic and these past four years under the Trump administration of the constant an intense news cycle of horrific things happening every single day. The mass shootings, the pandemic news, everything. Um, And this song just is a message of not letting yourself become victimized over and over again and continuing to fight throughout it all, not letting yourself become completely numb to atrocities because that's exactly how you let them happen again. Um, so this is definitely one of my favorite songs on here. Que no me abofeten la otra mejilla 
Después de que una garra me arañó esta suerte Solo le pido a Dios Que la guerra no me sea indiferente Es un monstruo grande y pisa fuerte Toda la pobre inocencia de la gente es un monstruo grande y pisa fuerte Toda la pobre inocencia de la gente just heard Solo Le Pido Adios by, uh, by Leon Gieco by, from the album Desunchufado. Um, a great Argentinian song and I know I got the right version of this song because there is another version um, with I believe a harmonica on it but the accordion version is, is definitely in my opinion the best one. And uh, up next is Cucurucu Paloma by uh, Lola Beltran and uh, for that song, I will once again have Frida on to describe the meaning of that song. The next song is Cucurucucu Paloma. And this rendition is by Lola Beltran. She has an incredible powerhouse voice that can stand up to any mariachi. With all the instrumentation, her voice just comes clean right through it all. And... 
this is one of the classic songs of Mexican folk music, of mariachi. And it is about love, loving somebody so much that death want, spares you because death feels so sorry for how much you, you, you mourn. And I think this is a feeling that a lot of people have felt in the past year with the pandemic. And a lot of people in Latin America have felt with the repeated traumas that have occurred throughout with the military dictatorships and regimes and violence and everything. Um, it's an incredibly composed song. So sad. You don't need to know Spanish to feel all the emotion that comes through. Dicen que por las noches no más se le iba en puro llorar. Dicen que no dormía, no más se le iba en puro tomar. Juran que el mismo cielo se estremecía al oír su llanto. Como sufrió por ella que hasta en su muerte la fue llamando. Triste, muy de mañana me va a cantar a la casita sola con sus puertitas de par en par. Curan esa paloma, no es otra cosa más que su alma que todavía le espera a que regrese la desdichada.
Good news! COVID-19 vaccine distribution is now beginning in Wisconsin. However, you should be on the lookout for potential vaccine-related scams. Here are some telltale signs. You're asked to pay to be put on a vaccine waiting list. You're asked to pay out of pocket to get the vaccine or to get early access. You see ads for the vaccine from social media, telephone calls, online, email, or other unknown sources. You get offers from marketers to ship the vaccine for payment. Be wary of these scams. Do not give out your personal information to unknown sources. If you believe you've been the victim of a COVID-19 related scam, report it at ic3.gov. This message brought to you by WSUM. And uh, you just heard Cucurucu Paloma by Lola Beltran. I just want to say that um, I've always loved Will's PSA about COVID-19, um, the background music. I don't remember what it was, but I spent a lot of time trying to figure out what it was, and I kept listening to the radio to um, just jam it, because I couldn't tell by the lyrics what what it was. And um, and eventually I, I found out, and it's actually a... It's a it's a song that also samples a really really good song as well. So, um, I'll play that at some point, I guess. Anyway, the next song that we are going to play is "Cuarenta y Cinco Cerebros y Un Corazón" by Maria Arnal y Marcel Vagas. And once again, here is Frida to explain herself. This next one, right after, is "Cuarenta y Cinco Cerebros y Un Corazón." So this means, this translates to 45 brains and one heart, which is a very odd title. That's what I thought exactly when I first saw this. Um, But upon further inspection, it is sadly about, um, so it's a kind of continue on with this idea of people disappearing and mourning the loss of people that are disappeared um this talks about uh what it is to what it's like to find the remains of those people who have been forgotten who have been disappeared and how to make sense of it and the horror that comes with this this disconnection between the person and the body and that's why it's called Cuarenta y Cinco Cerebros y Un Corazón. Um, and it talks about rem- going back to this place where you find this mass grave. And it's exactly where you knew it was all along. Um, it's where everybody knew it was. But it had somehow, you had somehow been denied the opportunity of closure. So it is a very heavy song, but it is performed wonderfully by these two musicians, also out of Spain, that also practice a sort of folk, flamenco, rock adjacent kind of genre. Silencio. Estaban 45 cerebros y un corazón Ante tal descubrimiento y estupor 
presentes vieron la luz conservados cual cuerpos de faraón aquí sin tu tiempo ella quiso esclarecer que yo vivo en las piedras las de hoy y las de ayer yo soy el rumbo del mundo yo solo soy un segundo después no hay más después después de ochenta años después de ocho décadas mientras yo canto mientras él toca mientras me escuchas mientras respiras mientras durante después siguen ahí You just heard 45 Cerebros y un Corazón by Maria Arnal y Marcel Vagas. And up next is Cielo Rojo by Lila Downs. And uh, once again, Frida, to describe this song. We have Cielo Rojo by Lila Downs, which continues in this theme of loss. And she talks about how without her loved one, the sky isn't blue, it's red. 
And I think that perfectly encapsulates the feeling that many may be feeling about all this kind of gore that we've witnessed throughout the pandemic and that many have people witnessed through just violence in their daily lives and the mourning that you have to experience after that. Yeah. 
You just heard Cielo Rojo by Lila Downs from the album Una Sangre. You know, there is only one Hispanic Scani, and I believe he still does hold that uh, particular right to that name. But uh, I do think that in this particular minute, um, Fried and I are probably the second and third most Hispanic Scanis in Madison. Anyway, the next song that you're going to hear is Amor Eterno by Natalia Jimenez. Actually, this is a very famous song. Very classic, I would say, already. Her rendition. And uh, here, once again, is Frida. And finally, to wrap up, we have Natalia Jimenez, sing from Spain, Amor Eterno, which is another classic Mexican song um, and this isn't with a full mariachi performance live absolutely impeccable performance and this is about this is actually written this was actually written by Juan Gabriel the of course well known Juan Gabriel he wrote this after his mother passed away um, and he wrote this in her honor and thank you it's another one of songs about loss that is about romance, love, that is about a family kind of love that is so intense that you will never be able to re- really replace. And the intense mourning that comes after that. And so concludes um, my set. I hope you enjoyed. I hope this left you with some food for thought. And I hope this was cathartic emotionally. Thank you for listening. Apologies for the uh, audio glitches right there. Um, I believe Frida just became Robo-Frida momentarily, but um, we will resume programming. Despierta. Uh-huh. 
This is WSUM 91.7 FM Madison. Um, this is your host once again, DJ Futuro Placer, or Placer Futuro, for this episode. And um, that was the end of Frida's segment. Uh, so thanks, Frida, for providing all of that great music. Sorry you glitched out at, uh, there at the end. Um, but nevertheless, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed every single track there. I think that was a fantastic set, probably better than the next hour I'm going to do. But I gave it a shot because I'm also Hispanic and I have a music taste. And um, uh, I believe, uh, let's see, what is the next song? The next song is Resposta al Tiempo. You know, one thing actually I just thought about with um, Amor Eterno, I think that would have been a very good... Um, that would have been a song that Morrissey could have covered pretty well. You know, he's all about melancholic music, and he has a very big fan base in Mexico City, and, um, you know, he is a hopeless romantic for sure. So I think he would have done that song quite well um, in his own style. I, I thought the bass line, that's what reminded me of a Smith song, is, is that bass line for some reason. Sounds like something that I've already heard from them. Um so maybe he should consider that um, if he is listening right now. If he ever comes to Madison, that would be nice. Well, anyway, the next song, I'm going to move on to my segment. Um, and uh, that's going to be, the first song is going to be Resposta al Tempo by uh, Nana Kaime from her 1998 album of the same name, Resposta al Tempo. Pardon my Portuguese. Um, well, I played this song. I'm about to play this song because uh, the intro has this chord buildup that sounds a lot like the song you just heard that Frida just played, Amor Eterno. Um, and I had this connection to that song on the tip of my tongue as well. I wish I could play that song and the Smith song I'm thinking about right now. But I had this particular song in mind when I heard that um, because of that, that initial chord buildup. But I, I spent about an hour or so the other night thinking it was an Ellis Regina song. Um, when in fact it never was. Uh, so I got the right country but the wrong artist and uh, missed the year by a magnitude of approximately 17. Um, so as you know, I'm not fluent in Portuguese um, and the lyrical translation for the song uh, wasn't necessarily perfect, at least the one that I read. Uh, but the lyrics that I could discern were pretty beautiful and tragic. Um, it's a personification of time as this character that knocks on a woman's door as this woman is reminiscing about past events in her life that she is mournful of and I particularly like this line here um, it's one of the first ones um, quote the time laughs it makes fun of the tears I've been crying because it can pass through it and I can't and for me right now there are a few lines that I can think of that better encapsulate the feeling of being stuck with a broken heart knowing that time heals all wounds and yet finding that impossible to believe but because of course time isn't just this clock that ticks forward without any effort it requires physical movement to function and if you're stuck it doesn't really feel like you're ever going to move fast enough to keep to make the clock tick um so you, you just have to breathe in and out again and go on living and so that one day against all odds your heart can be put back together again and i think anyone that has ever been through heartbreak can relate to that. Now a little bit about the historical background of this song. Um, Nana Kaimi was briefly married to 
Gilberto Gil, the artist that co-wrote the next song, uh, after, you know, and actually I'm going to play the, I'm going to go ahead and play Nanakaimi first, um, so this makes a little more sense. Let's hear Nanakaimi singing Resposta al Tempo from her album Resposta al Tempo. Batidas na porta da frente É o tempo Eu bebo um pouquinho pra ter Argumento Mas fico sem jeito calado Ele ri Ele zomba do quanto eu chorei Porque sabe passar Folhas no meu coração É o tempo Recordo um amor que perdi Ele ri Diz que somos iguais Se eu notei Pois não sabe ficar Eu também não sei E gira em volta de mim Sussurra que apaga os caminhos Que amores terminam no escuro Sozinhos Respondo que ele aprisiona Liberto Que ele adormece as paixões Eu desperto Yeah. 
esquecer Eu posso E ele não vai poder Me esquecer No fundo é uma eterna criança Que não soube amadurecer Eu posso Ele não vai Resposta, oh, and you know what? I'm messing that pronunciation up, actually. Um, Frida just uh, let me know that um, in Brazilian Portuguese, initial R's are pronounced like an English H. So this would be, it wouldn't be resposta ao tempo. It would be esposta ao, esposta ao tempo. I'm probably not getting that right still, but it's maybe closer, hopefully. Esposta. Esposta ao tempo. Esposta ao tempo. Well, we're all learning Portuguese together tonight. Thank you, Frida. Anyway, that was Esposta ao tempo by Nana Kaime. And um, so what I was saying about her, I was I was getting on this thing about her and Gilberto Gil. So she was married to Gilberto Gil, who was this um, other really famous Brazilian artist and producer. And he, um, so, so the interesting thing with this is that um, Nana Kaimi wasn't really, she was notoriously not involved, from what I understand, and I might be wrong here, but I, from what I understand, she was notoriously not involved with Brazilian protest music. She was, um, she was fairly non-controversial in that respect. Um, and, or I guess controversial if you, um, if you, uh, you know, protested her lack of protest music. But um, Gilberto Gil, on the other hand, the person that she was married to, was, you know, wrote one, one of the most notorious protest songs of all time. Um, and uh, the song was, uh, well, he co-wrote it uh, with Chico Huarque, but it was uh, Caliche. And um, so I think this connection is quite interesting. Uh, uh, the controversial thing happening in this song called Caliche is that it... Uh, references the torture and execution of a guy named uh, Stuart Angel, uh, who was killed by carbon monoxide poisoning in a way that um, I can't describe on the radio. It's pretty horrific. Uh, now, when the dictatorship got wind of the song, the police quite literally stopped Chico Buarque from playing it in public. Uh, but eventually the ban was lifted, and the song was released in 1978. And uh, thankfully, we can play the song to you now. So the song is Caliche by Chico Huarque, of course a legendary name that you will hear of uh, if you listen to my show enough.
Pai, afasta de mim esse cálice. Pai, afasta de mim esse cálice. Pai, afasta de mim esse cálice. De vinho tinto de sangue, Pai. Afasta de mim esse cálice, Pai. Afasta de mim esse cálice, Pai. Afasta de mim esse cálice. De vinho tinto de sangue. Como beber dessa bebida amarga? Tragar a dor, engolir a labuta. Mesmo calada a boca resta o peito Silêncio na cidade não se escuta De que me vale ser filho da santa Melhor seria ser filho da outra Outra realidade menos morta Tanta mentira, tanta força bruta Pai, pai, afasta de mim esse cálice Pai Afasta de mim esse cálice, Pai. Afasta de mim esse cálice de vinho tinto de sangue. Como é difícil acordar calado, se na calada da noite eu me dano. Quero lançar um grito desumano, que é uma maneira de ser escutado. Esse silêncio todo me atordoa. Atordoado eu permaneço atento Na arquibancada pra qualquer momento Ver emergir o monstro da lagoa Pai, pai, afasta de mim esse cálice Pai, afasta de mim esse cálice Pai, afasta de mim esse cálice De vinho tinto de sangue Muito gorda, a porca já não anda. De muito usada, a faca já não corta. Como é difícil, pai, abrir a porta. Essa palavra presa na garganta. Esse pileque homérico no mundo. De que adianta ter boa vontade? Mesmo calado, o peito resta a cuca. Dos bêbados do centro da cidade. Pai, pai. Afasta de mim esse cálice, pai. Afasta de mim esse cálice, pai. Afasta de mim esse cálice de vinho tinto de sangue. Talvez o mundo não seja pequeno, nem seja a vida um fato consumado. Quero inventar o meu próprio pecado. Quero morrer do meu próprio veneno. Quero perder de vez tua cabeça Minha cabeça perder teu juízo Quero cheirar fumaça de óleo diesel Me embriagar até que alguém me esqueça So that was uh, Caliche by or Calice by Chico Huarque and uh, the song I'm going to play after that is called Angelica uh, this is also Chico Huarque, and uh, here the saga gets a lot worse because after Stuart Angel 
quote-unquote disappeared, his mother was also executed for speaking out about her son's assassination. And this is a plight that a lot of mothers did suffer during this time. Um, and this song is a tribute to her and every mother whose children are made to disappear during the dictatorship. So, with uh, no further ado, Angelica by Chico Huarque. Essa mulher que canta sempre esse estribilho só queria embalar meu filho que mora na escuridão. Essa mulher que canta sempre esse lamento Só queria lembrar o tormento Que fez o meu filho suspirar Essa mulher que canta sempre o mesmo arranjo Só queria agasalhar meu anjo Me deixar seu corpo descansar Essa mulher que canta como dobra um sino Queria cantar por meu menino Que ele já não pode mais cantar WSUM retweeted my tweet. Wait, how? And my Instagram story got featured on their Instagram story. That is so cool. How can I get featured? Hey, fellow WSUM listeners. Did you know if you tag WSUM in your tweet, you might just get a retweet? Also, did you know you'll get a chance to be featured on our Instagram story if you tag us in your story? 
Go follow us on Twitter at WSUM and Instagram at WSUM 91.7 for updates on station events, ticket giveaways, our latest merch, and more. Tag us in your post for a chance to get a retweet or featured. Wow, I'll give that a follow. WSUM, hashtag audibly innovative.
You just heard Tema Amores Perros by Gustavo Santoyala. Gustavo Santoyala. It's a tricky name. And before that, you heard Te Recuerdo Amanda by Joan Baez. Now, you may have noticed that that particular song was a cover of a song Frida shared with us earlier in the last hour. And in fact, uh, to my surprise, but not really to my surprise, uh, Joan Baez did an entire album of protest music against the dictatorships in Chile and Brazil right after Salvador Allende was deposed. Uh, you know, you have to say that uh, Joan Baez, if anybody, has to be at least, I wouldn't call her the queen of American protest music because I think it would be unfair to impose a hierarchy there, but um, I do believe that uh, she's certainly one of them. And so it's probably a, an incredible... It really is an incredible feat for her to have covered such a gigantic song from such a giant of protest music in Brazil. And after that, I played the Tema Amores Perros. This is the soundtrack song, um, the theme song and ending song to the legendary film Amores Perros by Alejandro González Iñárritu, which is probably my favorite f- favorite film of all time. And uh, this song also appeared alongside Lucha de Gigantes by Nacha Pop, uh, which you, was the first song that you heard in the previous hour. And uh, I don't think there really are many films that have ever portrayed the Mexico I grew up in as accurately and vividly as Amores Perros did. And it really makes you both love and fear the place, but it doesn't, doesn't hold back in its portrayal of the intense problems that Mexico faces and um, it was definitely a film that the Mexican government did not like when it came out, so um, that might be a, a good indicator of its truthfulness, perhaps. Who knows? The next song I'm going to play is uh, Cuando Pasa el Temblor by Solasterio, and this one, like the others, deals with human catastrophe, but its meaning sort of transcended the one its authors gave when they initially penned it. Um, so what happened here is that, see, the, the title translates to When the Earthquake Passes, and it was initially this anthem for the end and, end of, and I say anthem, that's maybe a misplaced word. It wasn't probably that big when it came out, but it was a pretty big deal. It was this big song that you could say was an anthem for the end of the Argentinian dictatorship and the end of this economy that had been stuck in the doldrums and the beginning of a stronger, more prosperous and hopeful Argentinian people. Um, and it was this hope that the suffering of the aftermath of the dictatorship was temporary and that things would only get better. But uh, by coincidence, the song was released right around the time of the Mexico City earthquake, or right after that, and, and that earthquake happened in 1985. So it wound up being, you know, it wound up really resonating with uh, the citizens of Mexico City, uh, the survivors of that earthquake. And so it went from being this figurative song about surviving other types of earthquakes to surviving an actual earthquake, which I think is quite remarkable, and, and it's just one of those strange coincidences that you would not have been able to make up. And um, well, with no further ado, this is Cuando Pasa el Temblor by Soda Stereo.
Cuando Pasa el Temblor by Soda Stereo. And uh, now that we're on uh, the Soda Stereo, tra- uh, Soda Stereo train, it's worth pointing out that during the 1980s, um, Soda Stereo was seen as this really Western-influenced dapper band with tons of ladies following them around. And this dreamboat of lead singer, Gustavo Cerati, uh, if you look him up, uh, I think you'll get what I mean. Or maybe not, but... I think, you know, the triangle between his eyes and his mouth is just absolutely gorgeous. And uh, his son has the same look, too. It's just, it's, it's, there's something, it's not necessarily conventionally attractive. It's just, it's just so enchanting. But anyway, once they were really famous in Argentina, they crossed over into Chile and uh, won the Viña del Mar Festival in 1985, I think. But at about that same time, at that same festival, and you know that was the biggest festival in Chile, and the biggest band at the time was Los Prisioneros. So you would have thought that maybe they would have at least competed for that uh, Viña del Mar prize, uh, but well, they wound up got it getting snubbed completely, and you know not allowed to play 
at that because of uh, the fact that they were kind of protesting the dictatorship at the time. Uh, they were very vocal about that. Uh, their songs were very vocal about that. And so this intense beef formed between Solasterio and Los Prisioneros. And maybe it was more of a one-sided thing. It was really just that Los Prisioneros didn't like Solasterio. Um, from what I've read of the time, uh, Solasterio just really didn't care. They were too big to, to bother with that. Um, but Los Prisioneros saw themselves as true originals, and they saw Solasterio as this kind of derivative Argentinian band that was copying The Cure. And a lot of English bands and American bands. And so this beef went on for a while, uh, but eventually the band admitted that they had, you know, really just been jealous of Soda Stereo during that time and that they actually secretly loved playing their music. And when Gustavo Cerati died, uh, they expressed a lot of sadness over that. Um, rest in peace, Gustavo Cerati. Now that you know about uh, Los Prisioneros, uh, I'll play you a couple of tracks off of their... 1984 album La Voz de los Ochenta. Um, first, I'll play El Baile de los Que Sobran and uh, then Muevan las Industrias. Es otra noche más de caminar. Es otro fin de mes. Sin novedad Mis amigos se quedaron
están paradas esperando a las manos que decidan hacer andar La neblina las rodea y las oxida y ya piensan en petrificar Las industrias, muevan las industrias Las industrias, muevan las industrias
You just heard Muevan Las Industrias by Los Prisioneros, uh, the band from Chile. Now, before I move on, I do want to point out that I think it's actually a little bit ironic that despite criticizing Soda Stereo for being super Western, Los Prisioneros were actually very, you know, and they said it themselves, they were ex explicitly imitating Depeche Mode in that song that I just played um, and in a lot of their material at that time. Um, so I think it just goes to show that even when you know, you, you hear a sound that you know, sounds original, it really probably isn't, and it's not really that important. It's still a good song. Anyway, Muevan Las Industrias was, uh, from what I recall, about the economic hardship and rampant unemployment that Chile was facing during the early 1980s. Uh, the band's position was uh, that this was due to the opening up of Chile's economy and the weakening of workers and trade unions after Milton Friedman and the Chicago Boys intervened uh, to save the economy. Now, everybody has a different interpretation about whether or not those economic policies were good or not for the country, and uh, whether or not they exacerbated inequality or created greater public wealth, or both. Um, but we certainly know what Los Prisioneros thought about it. They, uh, In fact, one of them said that his father, uh, well, they were, while they were writing it, his father had been laid off and um, uh, as a direct consequence of kind of these economic liberalizations in the early 80s. Um, and uh, so that's what happened during that time period that inspired that song. And uh, the final song I'm going to play is uh, Total Interferencia by Charlie Garcia. Of course, you heard in the previous hour his song Los Dinosaurios. Um, from his album called El Album. And um, now this song isn't a protest song from what I can tell, but it definitely strikes me as an autobiographical song that just kind of showcases the immense effect of radio on youth, especially in the 1980s, and how it could open one's world up beyond the confines of the dictatorship that one was living in, such as the one in Argentina or Chile so effectively. And uh, it's also a gorgeous piano song, and there's even a better, in my opinion, a better rendition of this song um, online where Charlie Garcia just plays the song without any other instruments, just his nasally voice and those ivory fingers, as he calls them in the song. Um, you know, I think this, this song actually also highlights something important about radio. Um, my friend AZ actually just texted and, you know, asked me, well, why do you why do you do radio? Why, um, why have you chosen this? And why aren't you, is there a way to stream this online? Uh, just only online or something like that? And maybe just internet exclusively radio? Um, I don't know. Uh, that's a complicated question. Frankly, I'm not informed enough in terms of why I picked this other than it was here. And, um, I listen to the radio. Um, you know, one of the great things to me about radio one of the things I like about it is, well, for one, I don't usually record my shows. And I, I think most people probably aren't recording my show right now. I don't think anybody is. And um, I think there's something really beautiful about the production of a work of art. Now, maybe I shouldn't call my show a work of art. But the production of a work that um, that brings pleasure to people and makes people happy 
but then is fleeting and it just disappears into thin air and there's no footprint from it at all it just happened you had to be there <laughs> it um it was a singular event in time i think there's something beautiful about that and actually quite nice about that because i think a lot of the problems that we face today in society are because of things that will will not be or cannot be erased things that people have written down that they probably would have regretted later on and but because of the permanence of text cannot be forgotten and the nice thing about radio is that if nobody's recording it and everybody's really just listening to it and living in the moment um it is a a, a momentary experience that will be erased forever and will only perhaps reside in little fragments and bits and pieces in the uh, the minds of people that are listening and the ears of people that are listening um of course i also like the fact that it's also limited by you know two hours uh, because i could really just play hours and hours of music and wear myself out um so i like the fact that it is um that there's a limited time because that's what life really is all about it, this is all about time and what do you do with it uh, not really actually about time it's what you do with it and uh, but but certainly um the limitations of time on this program uh, certainly give me a greater urgency to create more meaning with the stuff that i program and to not just really play random songs this is uh, this is supposed to be a very carefully curated situation um so that's the way I see radio and the value of it. And well, anyway, let me go back to Charlie Garcia, and let's go ahead and play that song. Uh, with no further ado, this is "Total Interferencia" by Charlie Garcia.
just heard uh, Total Interferencia by Charlie Garcia and uh, wow what a beautiful song I always play it until the very end and sometimes I crank up the volume at the very end because you know his piano just starts to isolate against all of the other instruments a beautiful beautiful song incredible pianist Charlie Garcia Total Interferencia you know a couple more words on radio I thought about um, you know this, this whole thing reminds me of Robert Bresson um, the French filmmaker that made uh, Le Jean and a lot of really great French classic films from the 50s to the 80s. Uh, you know, one thing that he said he, that he liked about film, I recall, was the, the impermanence of it as well, that he knew that, well, let's see if he's right or not, but his prediction was that most of his films would be lost because most of the films that have ever been made, or at least that have ever been made up until that point, had been lost. And um, he did like that idea that eventually no one would be able to see his work um, except for the people that had already seen it at that time. And maybe, you know, the, some of the beauty is because it wouldn't necessarily be relevant 
at all times, but it was relevant for the people at that time, and that's what mattered. And, um, you know, the ideas perhaps are more important in terms of their relevance immortally than the actual works themselves. Well, anyway, um, that was it for the show. And uh, thank you for tuning in. And uh, you know what? Actually, I didn't play my outro last time because my computer died. If you remember, I had a really crazy day that day. My computer died right after I played the last song. Well, this time I have a working charger, courtesy of Frida. And um, so I'm going to play the outro for you. And, uh, well... Let me make sure I say WSUM 91.7 FM because it is past the hour. It's 11 o'clock. Here we go. So that was it for the show. And thank you for tuning in. And as always, the pleasure is all mine.